Happy Christmas, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. I hope everyone has had a good week, is looking forward to their weekend, Christmas break. I know that the world right now seems a little upside down with everything going on with COVID. I will be discussing that in the episode. And I know it's been a while uh, since I last had an episode, and I do apologize for uh, the tardiness, I guess, the slacking off, uh, not getting an episode ready for last week, uh, but definitely had a good weekend for the picks. The week before, did not have such a good week, went 3-2, and 5-0 and oh, um, for the week. Sorry, let me just rethink that. Yes, yeah, so for this past weekend, 5-0, and oh, weekend before, 3-2, and two, um, but lots of stuff happened in between. We also have the uh, round of 16 officially finalized for Champions League, which we're excited about, and I'm looking forward to discussing with that today. Um, also, uh, PNC, which happened last week, I'll jump right into that uh, momentarily, as well as I'll talk about my golf fantasy uh, draft that kind of had to do over the phone, but I'm okay with the team that I picked. Um, and also today we'll be talking COVID, uh, the NBA, NHL, World Juniors, um, and also other sports leagues as well that have all been affected over the last week due to the outbreaks of the new variant and cases keep rising, especially in Canada. And, you know, it is a crazy time, especially uh, in the world today, especially when it's coming up, especially with today being Christmas. Sorry for that little tongue tie. Uh, so going to kick it off with some family news. Obviously, last weekend was the PNC tournament. We were all excited to see Tiger Woods return, and it was exciting. It was great to see him play. Um, you know, him and Charlie, you, it's just great to see father and son. And that's what the PNC tournament is uh, at the end of it. It was a father-son, best ball type of tournament. And as much as everyone was like, yes, he's back, he's hitting the ball well, he's not in PGA shape. And when you hear him talk after the press conference, um, he said he was tired. He was very happy that he had the cart which means he's not necessarily in game shape. And you know what? We'll see how everything goes coming forward with uh, the, the PGA Tour season, uh, which has already kicked off. Um, now, it, it's hard to say what Tiger Woods is going to be like. I know previous podcasts I've talked about, you know, he's maybe he's minimum seven months. I know a lot of people want to see him at... Augusta, we all want to see him there, and if he's going to come back, it's going to be before, or like a tournament before, so you'll have to see how that plays out for him, are we going to see him at the players, it's it's a tough call to make, because he's not going to be playing 10 to 12, he's going to be probably playing 5 to 6 tournaments a year, maybe, that could be a stretch, um, but I want to just move on to the positive, and just like, listen, it was a great tournament to watch. It was great to see Tiger and Charlie play. Charlie just making incredible shots, and he'll even joke about him carrying his dad carrying his dad on his back, uh, but it was a great tournament to watch. Uh, congratulations to the Dailies, John Daly and John Daly the second for winning. Um, you know, they played lights out, and you know, that final round, you know, the, the Woods has had 11 straight birdies going into the final hole, and then they parred stuff it, it is um but it is a best ball tournament it's 
it is what it is and we'll see how the future what what the future holds especially for charlie and for tiger because listen we all know what charlie can do we've seen him play um we'll see if his future does leave to the pga um collegiate golf we'll, we'll have to wait and see what what brings on for charlie woods but for tiger i think we're all just excited to see him swing the club he looked good he made solid contact but he's got a lot of things to work on yes i'm going to mention conditioning for golf it's all about also getting his power back you know it's it's all going to work itself out like it's going to take time for tiger to get there um had some nice holes uh one hole carried 280 now carry means the distance in the air for your ball and uh, you know had a couple a couple drives well over 300 so it's just a matter of waiting and seeing what he's going to be like come you know later on in the year when the tournaments are ready to be played once he's back in pga shape so we'll see how that goes now on the weekend i also had my golf draft which you know i was excited about um Hard to say, like, I also had to work my regular job, so I kind of had to miss the, major- miss the draft. I was going to say miss the majority. I kind of was texting my friend who was making my picks, not for me, but reciting the picks there. Um, had the number one pick, went with Colin Morikawa. Uh, I think he's going to have a good year. Went with uh, Shane Lowry, Sing Lu Kim, and then I also went with Charlie Hoffman uh, as my fourth and alternate pick. So the team's not bad. Um, all of them have had good uh, runnings the last couple of years. Colin Morikawa, we all know what he has been capable of doing. Hoffman, he's always been in the mix, so we'll see how everything goes with this team. So it, it's all a matter about what happens at the end of the season, how you've done with all the tournaments. So just need to wait out and see how this all plays out. But I am happy with my team. Uh, I'm going to go to my picks, from fantasy to my picks. Um, so again, I talked earlier, 3-2 and two, two weeks ago, 5-0 and oh this past week. Um, and I added a hockey game. Due to COVID, some NFL games were postponed later on, so I went with four NFL games. I went with the Raiders, who played the Browns, uh, Vikings, who uh, played the Bears, as well as we had the Rams versus the Seahawks and the Eagles versus the Washington football team. And you know what? Overall, 5-0 wasn't bad. And I also went with the Tampa Bay Lightning over the Vegas Golden Knights. So 5-0, which is good uh, going into it because uh, I included my 3-2 and two picks. Um, I was 36-34 and 34 going into before my 5-0. Uh, so now I'm sitting at 41-34. and 34. So it's just a matter of what this week's going to bring, and there are a lot of good matchups. And we had a lot of good matchups over uh, the last week as well, NFL. So we'll see how this all plays out this week. So um, for my picks, I'm going with the Packers over the Browns. Uh, we're going with the Bills over the Pats. I think the Bills figure out a way to slow down the run, uh, especially when their run defense has been horrific, um, especially with the Colts beating them the way they are and the Pats beating them the same way. Uh, we'll see if Buffalo makes those adjustments, but I'm going to go with Buffalo. Uh, with that, I'm going with the Rams over the Vikings, KC over Pitt, and then Cowboys over Washington. So I definitely do like that. Um, We'll hope for another 5-0. That's what I'm looking for. Let's hope for another 5-0.
that's that's what I want. Uh, rebound, get myself back. Um, it, it was great to be five and zero last week. Again, I would like to continue it, get that you know little momentum going. I've had a couple one in fours, zero oh and fives uh, this season. Definitely has not been good. Definitely not good, but need to bounce back. Uh, this is the one hockey game I, ever, I got in before the postponement of the NHL, uh, but I will get to COVID and that as well. Um, we're going to talk about the round of 16 next. Um, I wasn't able to talk about it last week because I didn't do an episode, but the round of 16 has finally been set for uh, Champions League, which I'm excited for. There was a little bit of a hiccup on the 16th, um, if you weren't aware, a little bit of an error, so they kind of had to redo it. Um, we had almost PSG versus Manchester United, so we almost had a Messi versus Ronaldo in the round of 16, which could have gotten messy. Um, no pun intended when I stated that. Um, I know I said it could have gotten a little messy, but no pun. I do apologize. It was a very bad joke. Actually, it wasn't even a joke. It was, yeah, just, ah, man, just gave myself a little tongue twister there. Uh, but over, again, uh, it would have been a hazard for Manchester United having them in the first round. So, it is official, uh, the round of 16. Uh, first leg is going to be kicking off uh, starting on the 15th uh, to the 23rd. So we have uh, PSG playing Real Madrid, Sporting Lisbon versus Man City. We have Salzburg versus Byron. We have Inter versus Liverpool. We have Chelsea versus Alo, uh, Arcilla, sorry. Uh, Villarreal versus Juventus. Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United. And we have Benfica versus Ajax. Um, now, as we get closer and closer, I will start making my predictions. Um, but definitely liking the matchups. I'm definitely going to try and focus on the Portuguese clubs as well as my Manchester United. Uh, I definitely like to see Sporting and Benfica uh, move on to the next round, um, especially Manchester United. I think with them getting Atletico Madrid, it definitely helped them to get into the next round. Um, but again, uh, lots to break down with this over the next couple weeks as we get closer and closer to the round of 16 starting off. But I am excited to see. Uh, it would have been great to see PSG versus Man U. I know I made the could have been messy pun, um, but it, it would have been an interesting matchup, but kind of would have been one-sided for uh, PSG just taking it away. Um, but again, uh, for the EPL, having Manchester United, uh, having Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City, who Man City has been playing great, still showing their domination uh, over the English Premier League, so it'll be great to see. Uh, and then second legs kick off on the 8th of March, and we'll finish off the 16th. So as we get closer and closer, again, I will be discussing it, and I'll be making my predictions for those matches as they come closer and closer. But I am really excited to see that the round 16 has been set for that. Now, another games that have been set and ready to go, uh, that is the Christmas games for the NBA. A couple NFL games as well, uh, Packers and Browns, and we have the Colts and the Cardinals going on tomorrow night for the NFL. But the 
NBA is where it's at. Uh, we have five games going on, to, well, technically today. It is Christmas Day. So we have the Hawks and the Knicks. We have the Celtics and the Bucks. Warriors and the Suns. Nets and the Lakers. Mavericks and the Jazz. We have those as the, the games. Um, am I going to make some predictions? Why not? Um, actually, it's going to be kind of difficult to talk NBA predictions, um, especially with everything going on. And I will be, again, talking COVID uh, after I talk uh, NBA because, well, just like many of the other leagues, NBA has definitely been struggling with um, outbreaks. You know, teams have um, included the signing of 10-day players from G League. Uh, so definitely you're going to see some unique rosters um, this week. And definitely going to be seeing, yeah, again, unique is definitely the word I would use for this playoffs, or not playoffs, for this Christmas Day, because a lot of the rosters are not going to include starting players. It's going to be it's going to be some G League players getting their shot, and we'll see how it goes. We already see Isaiah Thomas up uh, with the Lakers getting his chances and definitely showing what he can do. Uh, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see what Christmas Day will bring. So um, we have the Knicks and the Hawks. I'm going to go with the Knicks for the win against the Hawks. <clears throat> Celtics and Bucks. Giannis was just given the clearance going with the Bucks against the Knicks. Warriors and Suns. This is, oh man, this is such an early game. You put this game at 5 o'clock and... Definitely want more. Again, Nath, Nets and Lakers. Uh, I almost said Nets and Lakers. Uh, Nets and Lakers at eight o'clock. Um, but you have, you know, it's not the same thing. Like you know, you want Durant and LeBron, but come on, Warriors and the Suns are the top two teams in the NBA at the moment. Um, if I'm going to choose, I'm going to go with the Suns. Suns take it. I'm going with that with a big matchup. Nets and Lakers. I'm taking the Nets. And then Mavericks and the Jazz. Jazz. Just going with the Jazz. Not going to debate with the Mavericks. Um, but the best game I'm looking forward to is going to be the Warriors and the Suns. That's hands down. That is going to be the best game to watch uh, in NBA for this. Just because it's just going to be great. The two best teams in the league um, facing it off. That's what I'm looking at for tomorrow. Um, I will review my picks next week. Um, this will not count towards my regular picks. I'm still sticking with the NFL. And as we start winding down with the NFL season, um, I will start adding NHL and NBA. And again, we'll see what those seasons hold. Um, because now it's we're, we're facing a certain situation in the world today, which we have been facing for going on two years now. Um, it's, it's the COVID pandemic. And I know everyone's sick and tired of hearing new variants. Here we are with Omicron. I, I know the world is, is just tired of it. And the last couple weeks, uh, English Premier League, uh, MLB, not MLB, NBA, NHL, have all been facing postponements of games. Um, NFL and NHL. Um, yeah, the NFL has not postponed. They've rescheduled games, um, but they've updated their protocols. But fast forwarding, sorry, rewinding back to the NBA and NHL. Uh, NHL specifically has postponed games until 
uh, the 28th. That's when they're going to resume their games. Uh, they started on the 26th, sorry, the 22nd. So they're given that break there, that they always have break after uh, the 23rd, so 24th, 25th, and 26th. They always had those three days off. But here we are giving some time to recuperate and get everything back, and we'll see how everything goes. Um, but again, the NHL, NBA as well, have all had games postponed. They are going to be rescheduled. That's the good thing. They are going to be rescheduled. Just a matter of trying to fit it all in, because when you're postponing games, it's not just this game that gets affected. It's other games as well, and your areas where you're playing. And at one point, we're going to be at this at the end of the season. We're realizing. Are some of these games actually relevant to affect yourself in the standings, depending on when you're playing? Which could happen. Um, but we'll, we will have to wait and see. That's that's what it's coming down to. You'll have to wait and see what's going to happen with these games. Now, uh, NFL has made some adjustments, uh, especially if you're vaccinated. Um, you definitely can get a way of getting out of the protocol quicker, quicker and resume, which is a good thing. Um, Maybe NBA, NHL, and English Premier League maybe need to look at those adoptions for their leagues to get people back. I know a lot of leagues have been struggling trying to get everyone vaccinated. I know everyone, some, not everyone wants to be vaccinated. That's their choice, which is fine. So be it. Um, but make sure you are following those protocols set out by the league as well. Um, but it is a difficult time. That's where it is today. And it is tough to see. Um, all, all these leagues have mandatory testing and some of these could just be asymptomatic. No one showing symptoms. It's just their part of their random testing, which can happen. And some of them could be back sooner. Some of them can be back later. Symptoms could later develop on, um, but they do do those tests there for everyone's protection, vaccinated or even not vaccinated. So everyone's getting tested. So let's just remember that. Uh, so it, it's it's going to be interesting to see the next couple of weeks. It's, it's I guess, in a positive way, you get the seasons extended longer. Uh, but with English Premier League, you're not just affecting just your own league. It's Champions League. It's Europa League. Uh, you have, you know, you have your FA Cup. If you follow English Premier League, it's there's a lot of stuff going on where those games intertwine with other things going on. Which is tough. It, it is. It's really, really tough to adapt to that. Now, luckily, college was not affected as much. Well, college football, um, college basketball, we've had some games get canceled. Um, hopefully, maybe those get, games get rescheduled. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, but the one thing is uh, the W, the, sorry, the WIHF um, has been definitely canceled some events come January. Uh, women's hockey especially. I know that's come up as an uproar and I'm kind of in favor of that. Not the cancellation but the uproar because this weekend is the World Juniors. And like I said earlier, uh, COVID has not gone away. It's been here for two years and we've been battling with it. And I, I feel like canceling it does not set a great example. You can always postpone it. Um, because I did do a podcast weeks ago about, you know, the growth of hockey. 
Let, let's 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 remember that I did something about the growth, getting a professional league. Well, they have a professional league, but growing that league. And when you see the men's under eighteen go this weekend, it, it's gonna put a, a little bit of a foul taste in your mouth, just because a month from then would have been the under eighteen women's championship that was going to be playing over in Sweden. Now, it was canceled, and other events were canceled due to Omicron spread, including a men's event. But here we are wondering, is cancellation the right word to use? Shouldn't it have been postponed and rescheduled? Because this is now the second year in a row where you knew, or you had this chance to have the under-18s, and it's canceled. You cancel it again. And it's it's tough. It, it's I feel for these women who are trying to get themselves established, trying to make their career. I'm like this is their livelihood. They're trying to make a future for themselves. And when I talked about the backbone, this is where it, it starts. This is where it grows. This is where you get the women's game going. And I understand safety. I, I'm not arguing against safety. But I am arguing the ability to organize and make it safer. Because right now in Canada, um, we just reached over 20,000 cases for the country. Um, where I am, just half of that is from the province that I live in. Uh, and, you know, it's we're, we're dealing with a pandemic here where now it's easily to spread. And... They talked about reducing fans to 50% for the men's league. Um, and as much as that's great, and you've kind of established somewhat of a bubble, there, there's still a risk where you're now going to be here. And again, this has not stopped. They've known about, you know, COVID and precautions and everything. And as much as we had a step forward in trying to reduce cases, we did, definitely did take a step back with the expansion of the variant. So you, you can definitely, you, you definitely should be able to allow them to play. Postpone it at least. Give them an opportunity. Move it to the summer. I, I realize rescheduling and all this stuff, but give them the opportunity to play. That, that's the thing, right? And I think they deserve this shot. They do. And, and you're going to see the Twitter posts of everything of former uh, Team Canada alum basically saying, why not? Like, right now we're going to see potential for the next couple weeks where t the juniors could be affected. Let, let's be honest. And I know it's all going to come down to a money thing or so-and-so, but right now there is no under 20. There is no... There, there's just the under 18 for the women, so give them that opportunity. Again, I'm not arguing against safety, but I'm just saying you could have found another way instead of canceling it. That, that's what we're looking at here. Uh, I would like to see a growth of professional league. I would like to see something similar like the WNBA, where the NHL backs it. And you know what? Why not have the same thing? Why can't the W, the W, the double I H F? I always say W I H F double i h double i h f why can they not just figure out a system because again we, we had a couple weeks ago during a camp where some players for the juniors were affected this is this is where it is and you, you can't 
establish something where you can have it there. You, you can set up protocols. You can do a lot of things to get yourselves ready for this. They've had months, and you can have influence or sorry, input a plan B, a you know a plan C, where you could have allowed that. I do realize that you know what, it it, it is a risk, but the players are willing to put up the risk. They want to play, but the the, the federation should find a way to get themselves organized to help them develop. You're looking to grow the game. You just took, what, two years in a row, step back to not let a part of that game like, just flatline? That, that's basically what it is. That's what we're looking at here. Second year in a row, it has been canceled. It is, again, I mentioned it's tough. And these these women who are here to play the game that they love are not getting that opportunity. But from their side here, the, the, their game is not being developed properly and now it's taking another step back which I do agree and again let me reiterate I'm not protesting safety I, rec- I do understand the safety I do understand what is going on but if all the professional leagues can establish a bubble why including the world men's juniors why can they not do the same thing to protect, especially when you have more time to organize tournaments like this? Let's remember that. You found a way to do a bubble last year for the men's juniors. Why not do a bubble for the women's? Why not do it all? They're trying to grow their game, and why is it being taken away? That's what it is. I'm, I am a little upset. I think... I, and. You know what? It's I understand the safety again, but why cancel, postpone? You know you can reschedule. You know you can organize it, but to cancel, like you're you're robbing some of them away. Some of these tournaments help them get into schools, and you know what? They just had the little series that went on, which did not get televised very much. Um, but right now, we, we want to see it grow. Women's hockey definitely deserves this shot to grow. And I get Connor Bedard is playing this week. I get it. He's soon to be the next Crosby, McDavid, Gretzky prophet that's going to be coming to the NHL. But some of these girls are going to be the future of our Olympic team. That's what we're looking at here. And guess what? What's going to happen with the Federation when it comes to the uh, the Olympics come February? The NHL is not going. That's been made clear. The NHL will not be sending players to the Olympics. So we want to see what's going to happen there. That's, that's the thing, right? And the women are going to be showing up. The women's national team are going to be there. So you're, you're going to see that opportunity to help grow that game. You're going to have amateurs and former NHL players playing for Canada, but the women's game, the same women that played the last Olympics, some of the new additions will be there, and some will be watching, and that's where they're going to be. That's the opportunity right there for next year, but give the women an opportunity, reschedule their tournament to grow this game. That's that's what it's leading down to, and... I, I can keep going on and just repeating myself again, but for all those women that are protesting and upset, I am 100% with you 
on this. I believe that you know it's it's got to grow. It's gonna it's gonna have to find a way to make it there. And again, I'm not arguing against safety, but I am arguing against the the, the pause, the you know the the stand the step the step back towards women's hockey. That's what it's looking like here. You can argue it. Yes, safety is the number one priority, and yes, it is. But when we're looking at it here two years in a row, and you've had plenty of time to find a way to make things work, cancellation should not be on the table. It should have been postponed. That's the thing. You're you're finding ways to make sure that the men's World Juniors go forward, but the women's, like, you had time. You had plenty of time. And again, another men's event was there, and that should still apply. You should not even cancel that event for them as well. It should just be postponed rescheduled We've, they found a ways to um ex- put the olympics to another year the canada games which were supposed to happen last year or sorry this year 2021 have been moved to next year they were not canceled they were just postponed and you can do the exact same thing let's remember that here ladies and gentlemen every league was like only the cfl was canceled out of all of it due to some restrictions but every other league found a way to make their schedules, make a bubble, postpone. And remember, events were rescheduled. The Summer Olympics, uh, the Euro Cup for UEFA, the, you know, we, we are looking at different things. Even the Ryder Cup golf tournaments were, that were canceled, postponed, moved to the next year. They, they found ways. They never canceled it. They just found ways around it to make it better. They pushed it. That's that's what it is. Right now, it's not the upset about the safety. It is the upset about the cancellation of this. And that's what it's looking towards. They never should have canceled it. Jumping into it. You, you've had a year, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, you've had two years to get this organized. You knew that COVID wasn't going away. You knew there was even potential risk of another variant. Nothing has changed. You never should have canceled this tournament. That's what it is. I'm upset about the cancellation. Everyone's upset about cancellation because what? You're postponing it? They found ways in over the two years to get tournaments going again. But again, the under 18, I get it. It's a money grabber. It's revenue. But you're, you're, you're treating the, the women's tournaments and everything as what? Second class? Reschedule the tournament that's that's all we're asking for that's what we're, i'm looking for for women's hockey just reschedule the tournament that's all it is you've had two years again two years and plenty of time to understand this pandemic i get it you should have had safeties in place because if you had safeties in place for the under 18 men's junior you definitely should have had safeties in place for the other tournaments that you knew you were going to be having in the new year You've had the time. I'm I'm done with my little rant um, for that. I know I kind of repeated myself. Again, just want to remind you, I'm not against the safety. I am just against the way this was handled. Again, should not have been canceled, but definitely found a way. Again, the W the double IHF has had plenty of time to put in protocols to help them. I do. We're 
you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to rant, but you, I'm, I'm upset with the cancellation, and I am in favor of those hockey players in protest because it, it's it's there. They they want to see this game grow, and it's I'm done. Okay, I'm gotta stop. I'm going to keep going on and on discussing about this, and I'm going to have like a three-hour podcast about this. Um, so let's go on because I know this was the last part of it and everything. So um, I know it has been tough. It has been a long couple of years with this pandemic, and I know professional sports, everything that's been going on has all taken its impact, but leagues have found a way to make it work at the end of it so we'll, we'll keep growing as a society but again it is just it's tough i understand but things have been they found ways around it let's just say that at the very end of it all leagues have found ways around it to make things work so Um, But that's it for today's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Just to recap my picks, Packers, uh, Bills, Rams, KC, Cowboys for my NFL, and NBA going with, I have to now look at my disgusting doctor handwriting, uh, Knicks, Bucks, Suns, Nets, and Jazz for Christmas. So hopefully you enjoy the games. Um, Lots of games going on on Sunday as well. So I hope you tune in to watch that. Um, But again, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of the podcast. No top 10, but I will be back with the top 10 next week as we're coming down to the year. So I will be doing my top 10 athletes, men and women or teams of 2021. Uh, So again, lots of stuff to cover on next week's episode of the podcast. Um, Again, yes, I did go on that very important rant. Um, I just had to get that off my chest. So, again, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Enjoy your Christmas. Eat lots. Eat lots of desserts, treats. Hope everyone got good gifts. Uh, Have yourself a good weekend. Merry Christmas. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast.